Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Good morning, y'all, or at least it is morning when I am recording this. Man, what a week it has been. If you are tuning in during the week that this episode goes live, we just had a huge snowpocalypse in Texas. And I know in a lot of other states or really other countries, you may not understand why a snowpocalypse is such a big deal in Texas. And it's because we don't have any infrastructure to deal with really anything more than like an inch of snow. Even that shuts down our city for a very long time. So we had this situation where, oh man, we got like six inches of snow. People didn't have power. People didn't have heat. People weren't able to get access to food. It was just a nightmare. And as a state that sees snow like maybe once every few years where it's only like a half inch, we don't have things like snow plows, insulated pipes, insulation sometimes in a lot of houses. We don't have a winterized electrical grid. We don't have sand or salt readily available for highways. We really don't have anything to de-ice our streets. We also have a ton of overpasses, which are very likely to freeze in the event of cold weather. And on top of all this, you have people that just don't really understand or know how to drive in snow and icy conditions because we don't really ever experience this. And so a lot of people lost power and a lot of people lost water also because without power, the water plants couldn't even operate. And I know so many people whose pipes busted that still don't have water, even though the snow has at this point more or less melted. It has just been a crazy, crazy week. And I even had some other things happen. And I never really put much clout into Mercury being in retrograde, but... I have had some shit happen since January 30th to now. Not only the uh, snowpocalypse, but I also dropped my phone in water, which it should be totally fine because it's the, the newer iPhone that's waterproof, and yet it still died on me. And anyway, I had so many random things happen to me that was just like bizarre and didn't really quite make sense. And so I was like, maybe there is something to this whole Mercury and retrograde business. So anyway, I'm just really glad, true or not, that it is officially done as of as of the 20th, because now all of that crap is behind us, whether or not you believe in it. I am personally glad that at least will not be a contributing factor factor moving forward. And I will now be looking out for those dates because I will be sure to be more careful. 
And I actually had another podcast episode slated to go out today. I was initially going to post an interview with a sex therapist, Susan Morgan Taylor, who I'm really excited to bring to you guys because, I mean, come on, a whole podcast episode on sex therapy. (laughs) I mean, that sounds fun, right? And I promise that is still going out later this month. But I had that slated. And when I finally got to my laptop and was finally able to to record this for you guys, I had a very different message that I wanted to share and, and for today's message. And it has everything to do with what I've experienced over this last week. And I think that it ties very well into what we talked about last week about releasing and letting go. And what I want to talk to you about today is action, the law of action. Because there is a difference between letting go and releasing your attachment to an outcome, which is what we talked about in the last episode. And then there's also not doing anything, which keeps you where you are. So last week, we talked all about letting go, releasing, allowing things to happen for you without resistance. And I know that when I talk about this a lot with clients, I often get the the response or they immediately jump to this next statement, which is, well, then I just need to stop doing everything. I just need to stop doing X, Y, Z. A lot of us have a tendency to assume that letting go and releasing means doing absolutely nothing, just sitting there, hoping that shit will just fall in your lap and you're just going to wait for all the things to just come to you. And that's not manifestation either. I mean, you're constantly manifesting, but that's not manifesting what you want. That might be manifesting more space or more time or things like that, but that's not really giving you what it is that you're trying to manifest in terms of money or a job or relationships or whatever that is. And just waiting for something to fall into your lap without doing anything is is basically asking for magic. (laughs) And while manifestation is magical, it's not straight up magic. So working towards releasing and letting go is not an excuse to stop going to work or studying or working towards your goals or or even asking for what it is that you want because manifestation will bring you what you want as long as you're not in resistance. And yes, a huge part of resistance is just that not letting go, that not releasing part of it. But another part of resistance could also just be not taking any action. So wanting a promotion but not going to work or... Wanting to win the lottery and never buying a ticket. Or wanting to become a gold medalist in gymnastics and never learning a single thing about gymnastics. The law of action states that you have to do something to achieve what you want. Manifestation is really all about finding that balance. And not doing too much that you're in resistance and not releasing because you're so focused on that singular objective. of, of, And it's really coming from a place of like force but also not doing too little that you're not giving the universe enough to work with to help you manifest what you want. It's all about balance, balance, balance. I know we talk about that a lot, but really manifestation can feel like a constant paradox because in a way, a paradox is balance. It's the yin and the yang. It's the two polar opposites and trying to hold those in tandem. That's really what people are trying to do with balance. So with manifestation, it's all about action and letting go. So to illustrate this concept for you, I am going to tell you about my past week. And if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw a portion of it when I posted about just wanting to go home. And I think the story is a good example of fighting that control and not releasing and having to step outside and remind myself that I'm not in alignment, that I wasn't letting go. And also having to step into into action in, in order to get what it was I was looking for. 
So I already mentioned to you earlier that there was this huge snowstorm, snowstorm, snowstorm that hit Texas. And just before this snowstorm came, and I don't know if I was just living under a rock, but I just seemed to have no concept of how bad this was going to be. But at the same time, growing up and and only have ever really lived in Texas, I have never really seen more than an inch of snow. So I didn't really understand what they were talking about when they were talking about this, like, potential winter blizzard. I kind of laughed it off. I was like, oh, it's Texas, like, maybe a half inch of snow. (laughs) Haha, no big deal. Clearly, I wasn't getting the warning signs before (laughs) leaving. So anyway, I had family stuff that I had to go take care of in California. So I flew out to go see my brother and was only supposed to be there for the long weekend and then come back. And sure enough... This blizzard came in, essentially. I'm going to keep calling it a blizzard because snowpocalypse is quite the mouthful. (laughs) It it came in on Sunday, and everything just got shut down. Flights were all canceled. And my partner was back home because, again, I was just supposed to make a quick trip and go back. And so I left him and the dog at home expecting to just have a quick turnaround and that I was going to be back in no time. And the snowstorm comes and my first flight is canceled. I get it rebooked for the next day. That flight is canceled. I get it booked for the next day, canceled, next day, canceled. I probably had seven or eight flights canceled just trying to get home. And I know conceptually that my partner can do just fine without me, but I still had this instinctual need to get to him. It was this weird feeling of just like, I'm not with my partner right now. Things are scary. People are losing power. People are losing heat. It's going to get down to seven degrees, which Texas doesn't has. I've never seen Texas get lower than like 27 degrees before. And that was cold. So knowing that they were going to be experiencing single digit temperatures when a lot of people didn't have heat and a lot of people didn't have water, I just didn't know if, if he was going to be okay. And assuming that he would be, because he's a pretty outdoorsy person, it was still that feeling of, I should be experiencing this and I should just be sharing in some of the the preparation and just the, the mental, I hate to say mental stress, but I just wanted to be there with him just for solidarity or whatever it was. It was just like this overwhelming feeling of like, I need to get home. So I got online and I started looking for train tickets, bus tickets, rental cars, planes that were flying out, private options, like anything that could get me home. And every time I thought I found a solution, I would refresh the page, canceled. Refresh the page, canceled. I also went and started buying flights from other airlines, thinking maybe it's just my airline. And they all got canceled also. So I spent a whole week extremely frustrated, and I honestly was about to just pack up and get a rental car, and I just had this strong feeling come out of nowhere that was like, don't do that. Don't get a rental car. You have no idea how to drive in snow or ice, and you would be going through West Texas, which I don't know if y'all know how big Texas is, but just to get from the west side of Texas to central Texas, where I live, in in kind of the middle of Texas, takes 10 hours. (laughs) So it'd be 10 hours of driving on road conditions that I'd never experienced before, that the people around me driving would have never experienced before. And I'd already heard about the 100-car pileup that happened in Fort Worth and and killed several people. That was fresh on my mind also. And I was thinking, I, I would hate to be the cause of something like that or to in any way be a part of something like that, just trying to get home and, and force this thing to happen. It's clearly not wanting to happen. 
So I was really dealing with or battling with my message from last week, which went out on the Monday that my flights were canceled, which is so ironic. So at this point, I've had multiple flight cancellations already. I keep calling back. I've had so many conversations with customer service, not always the most pleasant. So I'm already having that feeling of frustration. And then I even had a scenario where I had to relinquish my first class ticket in order to get on another flight that was more likely to make it to Austin in a timely manner. And after that happened, I then tried to get my first class ticket back because that flight was also canceled. and. Customer service gave me a huge deal about it, and they were not wanting to honor the first-class ticket that I'd initially purchased. So that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back where I was like, okay, there I am clearly not in alignment because things are not going my way. Things are not in flow right now. And a big part of that was because I was stressed. I was feeling guilty. I was feeling a lot of frustration and I was very flustered because I just wanted to be home. I was seeing all these obstacles that were telling me why I couldn't get there and I wasn't seeing a way out. And so I was letting all of those feelings, that stress and that overwhelm just build up inside of me and build that resistance. So it didn't matter how much action I was taking. None of it was going to work out though because I had all of that resistance in me. And that's why it takes both to manifest. Releasing and the action. And going into the action part, so with that first class ticket, I had called customer service many, many times prior to this point. I hadn't gotten anywhere with them. And I have limiting beliefs around customer service people anyway, because I just had this belief that they are never helpful. (laughs) And that's something that, you know, I'll now that I realize that's, that's another belief I have, I'll have to work through. But I'd already called them, had several conversations. I went up as high as you could go and wasn't getting anywhere. So after that, that's when I really had this moment of of realization. And I was like, you know what? I've approached this whole thing from a place of stress, overwhelm. I am completely operating in a state of resistance right now. I'm not living up to the message that I put out earlier this week. And so this was another learning opportunity for me. And I was like, okay, we need to release and we need to let go. But going back to today's topic, I could have just sat there and waited for customer service to call me back and be like, hey, surprise, here's your first class ticket. I could have also just waited for an email to come through from the airline or for someone to see my social media post and respond that way. I could have done all of those things. And ultimately, I just decided to release and see what I felt compelled to do next, just really relying on that intuition and say, "Okay, all right, I give up. I release universe. Tell me what the hell to do. I'm just totally trying to be mellow and cool right now. I'm letting go. Just like, let's get shit starting to work. Like, let's just get back into flow and allow things to start happening for me. And I will just wait on direction. (laughs) And within a few minutes, one of my friends texted me and was like, you should definitely reach out to the CEO of that company about your first class ticket issue and see if you can resolve it that way. And when she said that, I was like, huh, you know, A part of me had thought about that, but I was like, well, what CEO really wants to listen from one customer? And I'm sure they get emails all the time. It's probably not worth my or their time for me to try to reach out and get this resolved that way. I've gone up as high as I could in customer service. I just need to wait for for that, for whatever needs to happen to happen in order for this to be righted. And then I had the moment of like, wait a minute, I asked for a sign and here this friend is telling me, hey, why don't you just reach out to the CEO? It's like, okay, maybe this is a sign. Maybe this is that 
that action that I need to take or that inspired action that I need to take. And so my thought process was, okay, if it's a fairly easy process to do, great, then I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot and I'm going to be real chill about it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'm just going to throw a Hail Mary because what could go wrong? Really? I mean, I email him and he doesn't respond. Okay. I email him and he sends me some cookie cutter response from legal. All right. Or I can't find his email at all. Any one of those things were possibilities. And I was just like, you know what? Sure. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. It's better than just twiddling my thumbs and waiting. And for anyone that's ever tried to cold call or email CEOs of companies for for pursuit of business, you know how hard it can be to find a CEO's email publicly displayed online. And with a quick Google search, his email came up as like the second option. Who Googles a CEO's email and gets it in the first Google search? It was like one of those online directories that just happens to accumulate information and normally you have to pay for it. And yet there his email was just ready for me to click on. I could see the whole thing. And I went on LinkedIn, did a quick search, and he was the active CEO. And the end of the the email part matched up that customer service part. So I was like, oh, shit, I think this is actually his email. And I was like, what are the odds of finding this email of a major CEO of a big airline and just being able to, to reach out to him just like that? To me, I was like, okay, well, that was a little too easy. So I must be on the right path. And you know you're on the right path when things do some seem to unfold for you naturally or easily. And easy might not be the right word because sometimes there's still a little bit of a challenge there, but it's things are flowing. It feels like stepping stones are just building themselves in front of you to take one step at a time. And that's what this was feeling like. So I clicked on that email. I wrote him a quick response and it's just like, hey, I know this is not your fault. I know that weather happens, and I'm also aware that your company's values are this, this, and this, and I know you to be a person of integrity just based on these things I've read about you. And coincidentally, I also found all these ties that he and I shared between Houston and Alaska and a few other things, and so I went ahead and put those in there too. And then I just hit send and was like, that was easy. There were a lot of connections there that felt right and in flow. Very quick email, wasn't too difficult to write, and honestly just felt so natural. Like all of the things I thought I needed to say just kept popping in my head. And I was like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Just like completely felt like I was just writing this from some spiritual place. I don't know. Very much in alignment. So I send it off. Ten minutes later, this CEO responds to me personally. And he's asking all kinds of questions. He's engaged. He's clearly read through my email, too. It's not just one of those like, thank you for reaching out to us. I will direct you to customer service. It wasn't anything like that. He took time to personally respond to my email. And it was so such a pleasant surprise because on one hand, I kind of expected him to respond. But there's also that part of me that was like, well, I don't know. Like, maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Maybe he sends me some cookie cutter response. I don't know. But I also felt so at peace with that action and so at peace with doing this thing. And it felt good and it felt right. So I knew something had to come from it. I just wasn't expecting him to personally respond. And we exchanged a few emails back and forth, and then he ended up making sure that I went to the one person that could that could make an exception and could just totally write this for us. And I was so grateful. And we got it figured out. And within five hours of that email being sent to him, I had already been sent my new ticket. It was first class. There was no issues. And it was done. And I'm really glad that I decided to take that inspired action and reach out to him. And when I did that, all the things that I needed fell into place. You know, I had the friend that reached out. She suggested it to me. I went online. I found his email extremely quickly. 
I sent him a quick email. He responded in 10 minutes. Within five hours, he'd fixed everything just by putting me in touch with the right person at his company. And even though I'd gone up as high as I could by calling customer service, he directed me to the right person that actually made it happen. And it was all so easy. And I think it's because I finally stepped into that place of letting go. And then I took the actions that just felt natural to me afterward. I took the actions that felt right. And I always pride myself as being more of a a writer than a speaker. And so even the act of just writing him this email felt so much better than calling customer service. And so sometimes when we're taking these inspired actions, I think we need to remember, what is my skill set? What do I feel most comfortable doing? Because whatever you're more comfortable doing is also a way to minimize resistance. I feel more comfortable when I'm writing. So that is a great avenue for me to try to minimize that resistance. And writing is a great action for me to take in order to get where I need to go. So that was a great lesson for me is that in the future, I think anytime I desire something, I think writing is a great avenue for me. And obviously that inspired action really worked in my favor. And yes, I could have sat there and I could have said, you know what, universe, customer service is going to call me back and they're just going to honor my ticket. But I was really struggling to believe that. And that's really the thing is people say, well, I know so-and-so didn't have to do anything and they were able to manifest X, Y, and Z. That is great for so-and-so. For me, I was already feeling those feelings because of the stress and the overwhelm that I had already experienced all week and because of the negative interactions I'd already had with customer service leading up to this week, just trying to reschedule my flights, then bumping me to other flights, having eight or nine flights canceled, no forward communication, just like I was already in a place of resistance with customer service specifically. I was already not believing that they were operating in my best interest. So it was going to be a lot harder for me to really believe that customer service would just call me back and give me everything I wanted. Not saying that it can't happen, because with manifestation, it can make anything happen. But the fact that I didn't believe that meant that that wouldn't be the avenue it would happen for me. So then I had to just release and say, okay, universe, I give up. Direct me to the action that will help me. And if it is doing nothing great, I'm doing nothing right now. And I sat and I waited for that inspired action to come. And that's when emailing the CEO was put in front of me quite easily and readily available for me to access. And as a side note, because this is something that I used to be so, so guilty of. And honestly, it's something that I struggle with even now. And I'm still working through it. And I think this was another lesson that the universe wanted me to learn. And I think that that's why this whole thing played out the way that it did is because I had to learn this this lesson. And that lesson was that sometimes I struggle to ask for the things that I want. And I find all these reasons as to why it's okay that I'm not getting what I want. And unfortunately, I feel like a lot of women do the same thing. As a silly example, I might have been in a restaurant and my water hadn't been refilled up in 30 minutes And I might be looking around and then thinking of asking a server that didn't actually work at my table for some water when they walked by. And then I'd be like, oh, well, they're just busy. Maybe my server will come back later. And I don't want to I don't want to get in their way. They seem like they got a lot going on. And, And I find excuses as to why I can't just ask someone that clearly works at this restaurant for more water. This is like days in pre COVID. And I know this is a silly example, but that was something I had a tendency to do. And it was very much indicative of my unwillingness to say, hey, this is what I want. I'm going to ask for it in order to receive it. And I'm going to take the action of reaching out to someone and saying, hey, excuse me, 
or even getting up with the cup and just being like, hey, do you mind if I refill this? I mean, any one of those things would have gotten what I was looking for. And I don't know if this is maybe like just a Southern thing. Maybe you're listening in. You're like, I don't have that problem at all. I don't know. But I have definitely had to work through this people-pleasing mentality throughout my adult life. And it's something that I continue to have to, to focus on and make an effort to make sure I'm not falling into those old habits. And so instead, what I could have done is actually just spoken up when I initially had that thought. And then that is law of action. That is me stepping into action and asking for what it was that I needed. And then I wasn't having the thoughts of, oh, she's probably busy. Oh, I don't actually need the water. Oh, you know, then that's when you're going to start marinating in those thoughts. But if you have that action and you just ask for what it is that you want, that is part of letting it go. Because you state what it is that you need or you ask for it, and then you let it go. You're not marinating on all the reasons why you probably won't get it or probably can't have it. But I feel like sometimes we're afraid to even ask, and we make excuses as to why we should just accept the status quo or accept whatever has been given and put in front of us. And in a way, I found myself already doing that. I was like, oh, okay, well, customer service hasn't given me anything I wanted, like, and I guess it'll be fine if they don't refund my first-class ticket. Not ideal, but, you know, it's busy times, weather this. Like, I was already making excuses as to why I didn't deserve what it was that I wanted and, honestly, what was the right thing to do from the company. And there have been so many other scenarios where something very similar has happened, and I just let it go. And then I was disappointed in myself because I didn't ask for what I wanted. And I was disappointed in myself for not going after what I knew I deserved. And that disappointment and that frustration has perpetuated throughout my life and shown up in so many different ways. And that's going to keep me in a, a low-vibe place that's not going to help me with manifestation in the future. And I think the lesson that I had to learn with that was this is what inspired action looks like. This is how easy it's going to be when you actually step into it. Recognizing when I'm in resistance and when I'm not letting go. And I finally recognized what that issue was for me. And then I had to make a decision as to whether or not I was just going to let it go and be angry about the situation. Because I feel like sometimes with manifestation, especially when you forget this law of action, you just think, well, if I just sit here, it's going to manifest for me. While that can and does happen, at the same time, you're feeling bitter about it because it hasn't yet come, or you're feeling some sort of negative response about like, oh, but it's not going to come, or you're, some sort of sense of doubt. And when you're just sitting there and marinating in that thought, then it's not going to come. And what you want can't manifest because you're brooding. And I feel like a lot of us sometimes will just let things go, but out of disappointment, or let things go because you're just not willing to keep trying. So my message is don't be afraid to ask. And once he responded back and he fixed everything, I can't tell you how excited and proud I was of myself. I mean, that alone was a huge positive vibe shift for me because I was just so excited that it actually worked and that he was giving me what I was wanting and that I'd, you know, made this happen. And honestly, that was more high vibe than if none of this had ever happened and I just got onto the next flight and was able to get home. Like, I know there was some more work involved with it, but I think that the lesson that I learned there and the positive shift I had afterward was so worth it. And again, I think that lesson from the universe was taking inspired action and learning that things will be easy for you when it is right. And when it is not right, aka calling customer service over and over and over again, you will experience resistance. Cancel, 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 cancel. And being told no multiple times. None of that was the right action, and so therefore I was experiencing resistance. And when I let go and listened, that is when I was given the inspired action I was looking for that was going to manifest the things I wanted in the way that made sense for me. And then I was so elated and so excited for myself for being able to get this done. 
it's okay to take the action. It's okay to ask for what you want. And it's okay to take the first step towards what you want. You don't have to just sit on your hands and wait for shit to fall in your lap. The universe wants to meet you halfway. You let go and release, and you take the first step forward. And then it takes a step toward you also. And then that's when you find the balance and you're able to manifest what it is that you want. So yes, release and let go, but don't forget to actually do the actions that are going to help you also. Every action we take creates a result. And in order to create change, we have to take steps forward. Greatest change comes when you're actually doing something and you're not just waiting for it to happen. Because a big part of manifestation or a big thing that the universe wants from us is growth, is forward movement. So law of action is helping you step into that growth and that forward movement. But you can only go forward when you don't have that resistance and when you are letting go. And so that's why both of these things are so important. And I would say, honestly, they're equally important. Because yes, you have to let go and release, but then you can't just sit there with your hands tucked under you, hoping that you'll eventually learn Italian. You have to actually pick up a book and start learning and start reading. Or using my example, you also can't just call customer service a million times and just hope that shit's going to work out, even though you're coming from a place of stress and overwhelm, because that resistance is going to make sure that those actions you are taking aren't actually moving you forward. So you have to use these two things in tandem. They have to be balanced. Release and let go, and also take action and step forward. And me finally reaching out to the CEO was the marriage of those two. I finally released and let go all that stress and overwhelm that I was carrying in with me to all of those customer service calls. I finally let all that go. And then I embraced the next action that came to me. And that was just email the CEO, just see what happens. So when I let go and I took that action, that's when I got what I wanted. That's when I was able to manifest what it was I was looking for. And then that's what gave me that positive upshift where I was just so fucking excited and proud of myself for having done that. Because how many times had my past self just been like, oh, well, I guess if I just should have X, Y, and Z, then maybe I wouldn't be in this position. We have a tendency to talk ourselves into why we didn't or why we didn't get what we wanted or why we shouldn't have gotten what we wanted. Instead, take that positive action of moving forward. Release, let go, listen to what's coming to you. And if it feels right, and if things are naturally flowing and, and the information you need in order to take that step just keeps coming in front of you, that's when you know you're in alignment and you're in flow. So follow that. Step into that. And that's when things will start unfolding for you in the way that they're supposed to, to get you where you want to go. That is my message for you guys this week. Next week, we will be jumping into that sex therapy conversation. I am so excited to bring that to you. Susan is amazing. And please, as always, Feel free to DM me on Instagram. Let me know if there are any topics that you're more interested in hearing about. I'm more than happy to find either a guest to bring onto the show or just choosing another topic based on your feedback in order to bring this to you guys and help you benefit and help you move forward in your manifestation journeys. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. 
Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.